everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Living the Sweet Life. I'm your host, TJ Sweet, and on this podcast, I will talk about how to reshape your mindset, live with intention, and look at the world through a grateful lens. So today, I want to talk about reshaping our mindset and how all of us have the capability and the capacity to do so. Now, oftentimes, whenever I work with clients and I talk with people about, um, you know, when I get into coaching with them and I talk about starting new habits, reshaping your mindset, kind of uh, thinking new thoughts about what's possible for them, they struggle with that because they've been thinking the same way for so long. So today I want to talk about this idea, this scientifically proven idea that will actually change your mind and help you see what's possible for you. So I want to kind of use this topic to kind of help you unlock your mind's potential. And the topic today is all about neuroplasticity, right? This is about how to reshape your actual brain, the actual components of your brain so that you can start to think and feel and see the world however you want. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what it is and then go into how it happens and then how it can play a role into your life and the science behind it as well. So kind of starting off, just understanding first, the human brain is is a intricate intricate web of neurons and synapses and circuits and you know for a lot of uh, for a long time uh, the brain was kind of seen as a rigid structure and and the functions were kind of fixed and but there was little capacity beyond childhood there was a little capacity to change however science is proving that differently every single day so this revolutionary idea this concept emerged of neuroplasticity so it really basically talks about the, the brain possesses the ability to rewire itself continuously, adapt to new changes and foster growth throughout life. And, you know, this idea, basically neuroplasticity is, is also known as brain plasticity. And really all that means is it refers to the brain's capacity to reorganize its structure and functions and connections. And, you know, it's in response to learning and experiences and environmental factors. And, you know, this idea shatters this notion of a fixed mindset or an unchanging brain or this I can't change the way I think or I've always thought this way or I've always done it this way. Neuroplasticity busts right through those thoughts and it really opens doors to a world of endless possibilities of growth and transformation. So this is kind of the science behind a growth mindset that I've talked about so often. And, you know, it's very simple to think about um, things that you learn or maybe when you've had to use your brain differently and how it became so automatic for you. But once you learn the new thing, you didn't have to keep relearning it every day because your body and your brain learned and adapted. And so really at the heart of neuroplasticity lies this very simple fundamental principle uh, that makes it easy to remember that neurons that fire together wire together. So think about the brain as a bunch of electrical circuits. And as we, you know, there are times where we see something or we smell something or taste something or experience or listen to something and it, it fires something, right? So it fires uh, this, rem- this memory we have or this emotion that it, it, this feeling that we get. So when you engage in a particular activity or a thought process repeatedly, the neurons in your brain responsible for that function become interconnected and efficient. 
so that then the brain doesn't have to learn every new every time it learns it once and then goes moves forward right but this is the exact process of how skills are honed and memories are formed and habits are ingrained there is going to be through this neurons that fire together wire together there are things that you're going to have to start with self-awareness so as you keep thinking about negative things in your life those things will keep popping up you will keep looking for those things you will be focused on those things but if you look for things you're grateful for if you look for things that are going well those neurons will fire together and wire together as well so this idea around learning and adapting so there are uh, countless studies that show that the uh, the neuroplasticity capacity of our brains is basically the role that that our brain serves in learning and adapting. And so, when you acquire a new skill, and you know, uh, I just previously I've been learning how to play guitar, you know, but I went into the mindset, I went into learning how to play the guitar, knowing that I could learn. And um, I can, right? I'm also learning another language right now. And as I'm learning a new language, it's something to where uh, I don't know every word, but I know I'm learning more words. I, I know more now than I did 270 days ago. And I know how to play the guitar more now than I did then. Um, but taking a moment to pause and think about that simple growth is because of your brain's neuroplasticity. I didn't have to do anything special other than just commit and be disciplined and trust that it was going to make a difference. And this could even be um, something as mastering a sport, right? So this idea of repetition, repetition, repetition is rewiring the brain to maybe move differently, perform differently, and think differently. But all of these changes are happening on a physical level, but they start in your brain. So new connections form between neurons in your brain, strengthening that neural pathway associated with the skill. So every time I pick up the guitar, my neural pathways are helping me remember how to play the guitar. So this process continues through your life, and it really does allow you to acquire new knowledge and abilities at any age. We're never too old to learn something new or to adapt and find a new way. And, you know, there's, there is no limit to what our brain is able to to learn and grow. There's just so much when we talk about how we've only used, you'll hear all the time that people say we only use 10% of our brain. Um, well, there's really, you know, so much to say to that of, of like, what is 10% even look like for everybody? But it's just simply a matter of knowing that we have so much of our brains still to go, um, still to learn how to process and, and utilize. And, you know, how does this show up in your life is, is kind of what I want to talk a little bit about now. And so, first of all, believing the science of this, of your brain literally has the capacity to create new maps, new pathways, new neurons that will lead you to this, uh, uh, these next couple things I want to talk about, like, okay, so how does it show up in my life? If I really believe that neuroplasticity is going to help me, and I really believe that my brain's going to show up for me in new ways and new moments, how is this going to impact my life? So I want to talk about recovery and rehab, right? So neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity plays a pivotal role in, rec in recovery and rehab after brain injuries or strokes. So when one area of the brain is damaged, the surrounding regions can compensate by reorganizing and taking on new functions. 
So each part of our brains, the prefrontal cortex, um, the medulla oblongata, there's different parts of our brains, the cerebellum, that they do certain things for us, right? So this adaptability of our brain often leads to remarkable recoveries where individuals regain lost abilities through focus therapy and practice. So there's actual science to show that even when there's damage to our actual brain, not just the neural pathways that we've created because of our thoughts and actions, but when there's damage to our actual brain, our brain will compensate and find ways, right? Now, this isn't all the time and this isn't for everybody, but it is possible. So on a more, um, on a lesser scale, thinking about uh, how do we, how do we then take this idea that my brain is possible, that it's possible for my brain to learn new things and create new pathways using that skill and that belief to break bad habits. And I don't want to call bad habits good habits. I just want to say habits that aren't leading you to where you want to be and helping you live the life you want to live. Right? So neuroplasticity can help you break those habits that you don't want or that aren't bringing you closer to the life you want to live. But when you consciously work to change behavioral patterns, the brain's plasticity allows you to weaken the neural collection, the the neural connections, excuse me, associated with those habits. So the reason why we can develop new habits is our pathways for the old habits get broken down as we build new habits. So, you know, consistently choosing healthier choices, the choice that actually fills us up with energy as opposed to the one that drains us, we can start to rewire our brain to support the positive change. But we have to believe that it's possible for us, but our brain will start. So when I start um, talking about habit formation, and I've talked about this in other podcasts too, I don't necessarily want to talk about stopping habits. That's helpful. I want to replace it with a habit that you actually want that fulfills you with it, that fills you with energy and makes you feel like you're making progress towards where you want to be. So that's what I'm talking about when I say replace your habit is give your brain new pathways. So then it will lessen, it will weaken the old pathways of those habits. And so there are times where habit formation is really easy. And, and that's really just about the idea of um, creating new pathways that are so powerful that the old habits are automatically weakened. Okay. So thinking about the importance of uh, the power of our brain. So oftentimes we, we work out and we do physical exercise to strengthen our body. But what can we do and what are you doing to stimulate your brain, right? So there's mental and sensory stimulation that enriches our brain. And so engaging in, in activities like I've already kind of mentioned, but they really challenge your cognitive abilities such as puzzles, um, maybe it's a word find, maybe it's reading, learning a new skill, uh, you know, learning a new language, whatever it may be for you. It's learning new about it's learning something new. It really stimulates the formation of new neural connections. And I think if you can commit to this idea to being a lifelong learner, you your brain will continually follow you wherever you go in the sense that once you get in the habit of learning something new, it becomes less threatened by new things and you become more curious and then you create new pathways. So this cognitive enrichment not only enhances our memory, but it also enhances our problem solving skills and promotes overall brain health. So there's a ton of great apps like, um, I think luminosity is one of them, but again, Duolingo, you can just go start learning a new language and go do a lesson a day. It takes just a few minutes, but just having your brain think and learn and retain and, and, you know, just understand that you haven't used up all of the space. It um, really gets your brain going so that it 
if you invest in your brain, like you invest in your body, like when you work out, um, you know, you're working out so that you can be at your best later on in life, um, whether it's that day or a year from then. So the same thing is mentally, how are you working at your brain? Not just relying on stress and different things throughout the day, uh, but actually intentionally working on uh, stimulating your brain. Now, uh, a topic here, obviously, we talk a lot a bit about is mindfulness. So mindfulness practices such as meditation, deep breathing, gratitude practice have shown scientifically to influence neuroplasticity in a positive way. So regular mindfulness exercises can lead to these structural changes, these neurons being built in the brain, and it including increasing gray matter density in regions associated with attention and emotional regulation, which I think is something that is super powerful for us because gray matter pretty much um, by the age of 25, we've pretty much um, kind of our brains have developed uh, in a way of gray matter versus white matter um, that it, that then is solid and it's a foundation. So after that, we start to think differently and, and behave differently, um, not just because we, you know, of life experiences definitely make that happen, but it's also our brain, um, the matter, the, the white and gray matter, that ratio has changed. And so, but this really highlights the power of intentional mentally training to reshape our brain for greater emotional well-being. And, you know, as we stop and think about like, why does gratitude work, right? It's brain science. It's not a soft skill. It's not just something we should do. It's not a polite habit. It's actual brain science. It's building your brain. It's reinforcing the neural uh, pathways and the um, prefrontal cortex and it changes the way we think. And then the way that changes the way we think, it changes the way we behave. And then we start to recognize all the things that we are and all the value that we provide to other people in this world. Now, this last piece I want to talk about, I've already touched on growth mindset a little bit, but it's really just this embracing the idea of a lifelong journey of growth. So understanding the concept of neuroplasticity, like I said already. So again, as you think a positive thought, it will generate a new pathway because it elicit, it um, enhances your ability to recognize more things that are good in your life. So understanding this concept of neuroplasticity underscores the importance of lifelong learning and personal development. It's not about being perfect. It's about growing and becoming. And it reinforces this idea that the brain is not fixed right? It is not just based on this is how I've always thought. This is how I've always been. That is a neural pathway that you're reinforcing every time you say that. So be conscious of the words you're using because the words you're using are neural pathways in your brain that you're reinforcing. So like I've talked about your I am statement generates a new pathway. So if you wake up every single morning and you start with your three, two, one habit, like I've talked about three things you're grateful for, two things you appreciate about yourself and your I am statement, you're creating new pathways every morning. And this idea that our brain is ever evolving, right? It can lead to more growth and more transformation. And whether you're striving to pick yourself up out of a time of adversity, or you're trying to go from good to great, or you're trying to transform your career, your relationship, um, your finances, whatever it is, no matter what it is, whether you're trying to acquire even a new skill, it's just this idea of harnessing this power of neuroplasticity is the key to unlocking the brain's full potential. 
Now, you know, the thing is that makes it sound easy to say that in the sense of, okay, neuroplasticity, it's possible. Great. Got it. Now what? Well, it starts, you have to start to think about what thoughts are you having and how is it driving your behaviors? But then also the same thought of, if I want to think differently, I can, and you will. Starting with new thoughts, starting with new words, starting with new behaviors, starting with every day. This is something that our brain is starving for. It's starving for new pathways all the time. Just like whenever we try to learn something new or, you know, whenever we are, um, you know, whenever we're in, in, you know, when we were in school all the time and how we were having to learn new things and, you know, just think about all the things that you've learned from or in the, in the last year it could be about yourself. It could be a tangible skill or, you know, new places you've gone and like why going on a vacation is so invigorating. It's because you're creating new pathways. You're creating new memories. You're experiencing something new all the time. That's just your brain's ability. That's proof that your brain has the ability to learn and grow. And so, you know, as you build more memories in your life and you are more present and you're more mindful, you're creating new pathways that will give you a life that you want to be living. And, you know, this neuroplasticity serves as really kind of the testament to the extraordinary capabilities of our brain. And it reminds us that the boundaries of our potential are not defined by age or circumstance, but instead they're defined by our willingness to explore, adapt, be curious, and grow. Embrace this idea of neuroplasticity, um, you know, embracing it offers us this, you know, idea of embracing lifelong journey of self-discovery and continuous improvement and a journey where the mind knows no limits. There really are no limits to what our brains can learn. I know people that know um, three to four languages. Now, to me, that sounds very intense and it sounds like, how did they learn all that? Because I only know you know, kind of two to three languages, but how did they learn? How are they so fluent in every language? It's because what our brain's capable of. And then when we're children, our brains and our neural pathways are just building like crazy. So that's why little kids can remember so much and why they repeat some things we don't necessarily want them to repeat, but they're always listening and the neural pathways being developed and the words we say to them matter. But the thing is the words we say to ourselves and the words that the people around us say matter. But the possibilities of what's po- of of what's um, possible, right, in our lives, is is predicated on what we believe. And if you think about something long enough, you actually start to believe it's true. That thought is rooted in neuroplasticity. If you think about something long enough, you actually start to think it's true. So, what are you thinking about when you're think? What what are your thoughts? When your effort's high, what are your thoughts when your effort's low? What are your thoughts when you're happy? Who are you with? What are your thoughts when you're stressed or when you feel negative or you feel overwhelmed? Just recognizing that your brain has so much capacity, so much potential and embrace that thought as you start to embark on this idea of, like I said, recovering from adversity or learning a new skill or waking up excited for every day of your life or maybe taking on this gratitude journey and just really committing to looking at the world differently and seeing yourself differently. As you do this, just believe it's possible because anything that is possible is possible for you. Now, I hope this podcast has been meaningful for you. I hope it's sparked this idea of your capabilities and what you're capable of 
um, in, in your life, in your relationships, in your career, um, really just in any aspect of your life. And be curious and give yourself credit when you learn something new instead of just beating yourself up for the times that you didn't know the answers. Be more curious, less judgmental. Now, uh, I hope you continue to subscribe to this podcast. The support has been outstanding, and I appreciate all of you subscribing and sending me messages and letting me know that the podcasts are meaningful for you. And um, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, do that. They come out every Monday. Uh, I'm going to be doing some new types of episodes in the future here. Going to be doing some interviews with some really great people. Um, so I'm going to be, uh, you know, expanding what we talk about on this podcast. But same intent. Uh, but always looking for new ways to talk to new people that are going to help us grow as people so that we can be better for the people that we're the most grateful for. Because like I've said many times before, the purpose of these episodes and the purpose of the research I'm doing is just to be a better person and to be able to pour into all of you. Now, what I'm going to say on these podcasts isn't the only way, but it's a way that might help some of you. So if some of this episode resonated with you, share it with a friend, share it with somebody that you love. And, you know, the people that I'm the most grateful for inspire me to be my best every single day. And just know that the people around you uh, appreciate you and recognize that you matter. And if there's anything that you need in the sense of coaching or setting some goals or reshaping your mindset about your life and what you're capable of, or if you really have this audacious goal and you want to go after it, reach out to me, let me know tj at tjsuite.net and me and my team will make sure we follow up with you. We can get on a call and talk about how you can start taking control back of your life and using neuroplasticity to your advantage. If you want to find me on social media, tjsuite underscore, very easy to find. Um, again, message me there as well. If you uh, are looking to make a change in your mindset and your life. Now is the time. There's no, there's never going to be a better time and you deserve to feel at your best. You deserve to feel happy and um, just know that it starts with you. It starts with your thoughts and starts with your actions. And the fact that you're even listening to this podcast tells me enough about you. And like I always wrap up every episode, uh, just remember that you always have the power and the ability to reshape your mindset Live with intention and look at the world through a grateful lens. Until the next episode, never stop.